And we're back. Yes, we are. Yeah. And it's almost like the 4th. It is. This is being recorded like around the 4th. Yes, it is. We're not going to tell all the secrets, but, you know, we no. kind of record these a little bit in advance. Yes. If we did them live, it would be bad. We all have busy enough lives that we couldn't technically do this every week. No, it's... That would not work. You'd have to call me. You'd have to call me from the truck, right? And be like, "Hey, right. Kenny, it's, it's it's podcast time." Really? Okay. Well, cut it on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We don't mind get all being the noise from the Bluetooth because then you get that whole like, okay, uh, 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 kind of like Aaron <laughs> Neville singing. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is random ramblings. I'm Josh. That's Kenny. I'm Kenny. That's Josh. And y'all all knew I was going to do that. It only does that when I do it. I notice I don't do that when you go down that road. That's because you're way more mature than I am. Is that what it is? We can we can go with that and hope sure. that your mom understands and believes it, or we can just say it's just something stupid I do to see what the look on your face. Okay, that's probably the better right. option. That's probably the better. That works better for everybody. Yeah, pretty pretty much. So you know, when we set all this up. I get this frantic text like the next day. I shouldn't say frantic. There's no context. But, you know, it's whatever. Sometimes I just like to add emotion to my text messages. But, you know, you set all this up, and then like the next day you go, remind me, I've got a story. Yes, I do have a story that I wanted to share, and it it could very easily be a rant, but I don't want it referred to that way. I want it to be suggestive potentially, with regards to the subject matter and how could we solve the problem outside of the right answer. Because we're going to get to the right answer. We know what the right answer is once I tell it. So I went by, uh, I had not had lunch, and I was on my way home to get my daughter or pick up my daughter from daycare, and I stopped by Ginger Burger. And nice, nicely done, <laughs> nicely done. Took him a minute. Nicely done. I like it. Had I not said burger, you wouldn't have got I'd it. Probably not. No. So, I stopped by Ginger Burger and get their signature uh, frozen dessert. You're okay. good. Yeah, You're I'm, good? I'm on okay. board. Now that I know where you are, I'm right. So, I, well, I'm, I'm trying to make sure those that didn't necessarily get it the same way. We're now in the. It. I'll put it to you this way. Yellow ginger burger hit different back in the day. Yes. <laughs> it okay? really did. Okay. I saw that meme on social and I really, I it truly embodies fact. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so I go through the drive through I, I get my, I, and I, I'm not doing full meal. I just get a snack because I'm on my way home. It's not that far from dinner. So I do nuggets and the frozen uh, nuggy snack. That's correct. So I get the nuggets are handed to me. The cup comes out the window. And I check the bag. Nuggets are there. No problem. No spoon. Oh, no. You can... Now, for the record, I got a Oh, no. Straw. A professional cannot get that up through a straw. I... <laughs> <laughs> that was not supposed to hit like that, but okay. <laughs> I, I didn't expect to pause that much because I hadn't debated it in that manner. Because my delivery in this moment was going to be... If you let it sit long enough, the straw is a viable vessel. <laughs> At no point did I go that doesn't towards, work for the professional. Did I go towards the merit of profession? <laughs> but so okay. I, I understand why the straw is is there. It's still technically viable for the purposes Yeah, of, in about twenty minutes outside on an eighty right. degree day. Correct. So 
I ask, can I have a spoon? We don't have any. Oh. Okay. Now, let, let's pause here. Whoa. Let's pause here. And the statement, the statement to, the logical answer is, you should have always had enough spoons. Like, this is probably a manager shorting you or a truck. Like, there's a shortage, blah, blah, blah. Somebody didn't order, yada, yada, yada. I don't, fine. We know the normal answers. But at that moment, I knew that, one, we could talk about this. And two, my concern now becomes, what else can you not serve at Ginger Burger without spoons? Oh, they do all sorts of stuff. Like what? Chili. Yeah, that's that's the big one that stuck out to me. Why? Are, well, like, how do you currently provide that? Don't that? they have a couple of different soups? I mean, I know they do chili, but don't they have another soup or something? Because at one they point in time, they did baked potatoes. And I think they were flirting with putting soups out with the t- with the, the potatoes. So they still do the potatoes, the as far as I know. Haters. The soup I think they flirted with. Don't know whether it's still a constant or not. I don't do soup a don't whole lot. Don't eat it ginger burger a lot. Well, that's fine. I, nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I love that signature dish you're talking about. Yes. And it's great on a hot day. And you ain't got two Correct. bucks in your wallet. So. Correct. Uh, but I. So my question then became. A, how do you serve it if you don't have the proper utensil? Because it's not like they can go to a spork and split the middleman. No, and you can't really drink that dish either. That's a that is either a, of the neither of those dishes can a professional use a straw and take care of. I'm not sure. I want chili through a straw anyway. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to get the same look again, but I got a better one. No. Maybe we should like YouTube this. <laughs> just we'll put the camera on you for the right for oh, the yeah. facial expressions behind my stupid Let's do that. remarks. Well, but that that's that's part of it is, as you say, not even professionals could eat it. But what do you offer? What happens when someone who's less use it for podcast material than me, who actually just wants to eat their chili, and you go, like, I don't have any spoons. What are you supposed <laughs> to do? So do we entertain the idea of going down the Golden Arches route and saying our ice cream machine is broken and not sell it at all? Like, just not make any more? Because, you know, they constantly add the mixture well, and keep it I'm fresh. Gonna, I'm going to be, um, how about I like, just go ahead and, and I'm going to throw the wrench in this. Where's my wrench? They're over here. Uh, I'm going to throw the wrench in this now. Instead, you go down the whole list. At this point, why not say... We're low on spoons since this is a takeout order. We're assuming you're heading somewhere where you can get one. I mean, Ooh, you know, I mean, okay. there's that. I like I mean, that. If you answer. went through the if you went through the drive-through, yeah. no, I get it. It's okay to safely guess that you're heading somewhere where you can get a spoon, whether that's home or the office. Yeah, or... and if you get the answer of we're out of spoons, and you're going through the drive-through, yes, inconvenient, but but now you have the opportunity to to, to stop by. You know the Dollar Stein store, and yes. get yourself a, a a box of little spoons. Right, and yes, tedious and unnecessary, and I understand what right. could now be a rant from that. But. If you're sitting in, yes, yes, and no. Yeah, I got I mean, you. And, and I would be the first one to grumble the whole way. Right. No stupid spoons. I mean, God, good Lord, how am I supposed to eat the whole? You know, I, I would grumble the whole way, but find another way to handle it. But now in store, that's where my last fifty spoons would be going. If, if you were going right. to come in, if it was a dine-in situation and I totally. was down to 100 spoons. They're, they're staying in-house. They're, they're staying in-house. 
that makes sense, and I think that's a good first option. I, I think to solve the problem, but again, let's let's broach the I'm out. You've run completely out. What what is your as if you are um, in charge of said facility? Well, here's how do you thing. handle that, or how should Here, you handle? Here's that? my thing. I, I realize a lot of the I know people who own franchises. Okay, some of those franchises can only order from that franchise's main warehouse. Correct. So therefore it has to have their emblem on it, their name on it, blah blah, it has to be that 22 ounce cup, not Correct. the 20. But in that situation as the general manager in that store if I could not get in touch with the DM or hire, I think I would go to to the local super center and, and go ahead and box. use my pad, my my petty cash and and buy what I can. And if you could go to the super center's big brother the pallet store, yes, even better. But I, I think that would be my solution to it. Would be, okay. hey, I need to go spend a hundred bucks out of petty cash because I need to be able to serve. Right. Because to me, on on the other side of it, that's better than food waste. Yeah. On the other side, I mean, because that particular chain, there, that spoon has their name on it. Yes, it does. And it's and it's long enough to handle the, the vessel in which that dish comes in. Um, it's which has gotten progressively easier with time. Yes. That's but a it, whole other debate. At, at, at any rate, I, I get it that you know, in that situation, you want your logo everywhere. But it's a case of, do I turn away business or do I go spend 100 bucks down at the pallet store? I'm going to go spend that 100 bucks. Right. And I'm just going to tell, I'm just gonna tell my That's employees. That's also an egregious overpricing of what spoons would cost yeah. at that and store. I, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell my employees at that point, we've got 100 spoons left. It's 11 a.m. My order's not coming in for two more days. I'll be back. Do not give spoons to takeouts or right. drive through. Apologize for the inconvenience, but let them know we're running short. Truck's on its way in, so right now takeout orders are not getting utensils. Done. It, at least you would get... You'd get a filter. You'd get a filter. I mean, you're going right. to drive off grumbling. Right. In the moment, you're going to be upset, and that's fine. And, and I get that. And, and you were right. I could have waited until I got to daycare and had it. And so yeah, it took me longer. I did not drink through the straw. I used the straw because it has enough volume. I just used the straw as a modified yeah. spoon. It just took twice as long. I mean, it's, it's, you I still it got the deliciousness that I was hoping for. You're eating it with, <laughs> you're eating it with a single chopstick. Right. <laughs> but in, with that particular dish you could have eaten it with a fork till it started to, to, to melt right <laughs> but but had i ordered chili i could not have used no, a single have. chopstick or a fork well no. i could have used a fork and then a just fork. done a shot glass of whatever that broth is yeah <sighs> right be like turning it be like opening up the pack of the noodles and just <laughs> man i'm on board there was a do you remember when people used to do the cinnamon sugar challenge yes with just a spoonful of of cinnamon that's what the that's what that instant noodle packet thing yes. would fit. Would God? I watched my a, poor uh, heart. By I the watched way. a. I can't believe. I, I can't remember if it's a YouTube so much or sodium. if it was a a TikTok. But a child that wanted to get into the cocoa powder because it was chocolate and he wanted cocoa. Oh, I'd uh, let him. By fail. the way, folks, uh, cocoa, the cocoa bean, when roasted, ground, whatever it is not they sweet. do to it, it is not. Sweet, no. Um, it is all. I do believe maybe it was. I think it was the Spanish that added the milk and the sugar Correct. and everything and turned it into the chocolate that we, the decadent dessert that we all love and crave. But 
to watch that kid do any spoon in there. And I oh. and kudos to his mom for knowing what was going to happen next was going to be horrible, but you only do it once. See, I'd have been standing next to him. I would have been standing next. As a parent, I would have stood next to him the moment it happened. I'd have made him do it over the sink. And then the moment, the moment he went, oh, God, I'd have handed him the milk. And then we'd have been fine because we'd have got where we needed to be. I would have, when I got done, I'd have had a confectionery chef on my hands because I would have been like, okay, so now that you know what that tastes like, let me let me show you what to do. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'd have been over there making milk chocolate going, and this is happening. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, but anyway, yeah. It, yeah. And I was, I saw a meme back to the other. I saw a yeah. meme that said that the, uh, the, the Clown Burger store really needed a flag that they could fly when the shake machine was working. I, the there is a meme that trumps that meme. Oh really? Oh God, yes. Have you not seen this? Probably not. Okay, so it is. Do you not look at these things and go, "Hey, I should send this to Kenny," because you get all sorts of stupid, perverted, nasty stuff from me. I mean, jokes from me. I don't know why. I don't know why in this platform you felt the need to clarify or justify or tone it down. Now I re- I can read the look on your face and go, "You did that on purpose." And, Mm. Almost 40 episodes. We're at like 34. 33. That's 34. still almost 40. Nope. Got to get above 35 before we're moving Cup towards 40. I, we're moving towards 35. I operated fives at this point. Operating fives. Really? Operating fives. That's not what she said. The, anyway, um, <laughs> at this point I'm in time. Five. Sorry, I operate in threes. For, for, Jerk. <laughs> you on the metric system or English standard? It's a debate I'm not going to have with you. Just not going to do it. So the Well, we didn't turn it to food no, yet. No, but oh, I wanna, we started with food. We, Damn. No, we started logistically. We started, oh, with, we started logistics. with logistics. Okay. Yes. So the meme to counter your meme at Clownburger is um there is a picture of a outside of a clown burger restaurant with a maintenance van from Lactose Princess oh out front, God, and it great. says they finally decided to call in the professionals. <laughs> that's I can't, awesome. Honest to God, I can't. I can't believe you haven't seen that. No, of I, all the things yet. you have found, I cannot believe that you haven't seen the one with the lactose. Well, if it's princess. not considered a jer- dirty joke or perverted joke, it's probably not going to pop up on my Facebook. That's pretty much what I use Facebook for these days. Yeah, it's certainly not our Facebook page. No, it's not. (laughs) Give me credit, though. I actually did two posts in one week. I am impressed. I am impressed. A lot of downtime. When I did the second one, uh, I thought, well, he's going to be impressed. A lot of downtime on the... uh, Yeah, I I probably was not the right person to spearhead that. I was going to say government employee, but that doesn't really work as well as the actual... (laughs) I, uh, so we're gonna leave that alone. I uh, yeah right. I want to. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that because uh, I know that's not you either. But it makes for a fantastic mental image. I have fun with it. I, nope. I got it. One nope. of, the, one nope. of the people I work with. I've um. We like turn to, that off and buy. See you later. One of the guys I work with. We, we like to bounce stupid shit back and forth. Yes. Uh, we're big on the that's what she says and stuff. Uh, and you know, it, it most of the time, the more perverted, the better. Of course. Uh, and push it to the limit. Yeah. You know, well, why not? 
I just completely forgot where I was going with this. That's bad. Well, you re- <laughs> at least we know what your limit is. <laughs> yeah, my limit is I'm, I had two thoughts at the same time, and it just it just went to shit. It just went to hell in a handbasket. That's the um, best. Yeah, it is. Don't you hate it when that happens, though? It's like yes. you're, you're there. It's like you can see the door, and all of a sudden, it's just like, huh. There's a light. What no. was I going to do? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. You're staring right at it. You're moving towards it. And then you see somebody move into the door frame and slam it. Now, typically, my light at the end of the tunnel is on the front of the freight train. Well, I mean, they both, to be lights at the end of tunnels, they both can get you to the same place. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> be like that TV show. Why don't you just go to the light? <laughs> No, no, lights always end up being bad for me. Uh, right. Anyway, well, we'll circle back around to that someday. At um, some point. Speaking of work, though, and, you know, since food was involved uh, with what I do, a lot of times we have to, you know, either eat in the truck or go to a local park or whatever. Right. So me being me, you know, I'm in a good mood the other day and we're eating lunch and I'm cracking jokes left and right and just not really paying attention to the filter. And and don't get me wrong, we we try to find a table like out away where nobody else would want to be in in the shade, but kind of we don't we don't take up the shelters. In other words, we don't take up the little pavilion yes. areas. And um, I had no clue. I knew there were cars at a pavilion <laughs> close by. I had no clue that what was going on because I just pulled up, parked beside my other buddy's work truck, saw him at the picnic table, went down there, and commenced with my normal shit. And at this point, not going to filter the right language. Because it will help with the story. But I'm, I'm doing my normal shtick. And I am just going and going and going. And, you know, every other word is something profane. Yes. And next thing you know, one of the guys I'm sitting with goes, wonder what they've been doing. Who? Those kids. What? I look up. Somebody's loading up a van load of kids. <laughs> so, you know, some summer camp program or something... Was having their little picnic at the shelter across from where we were. And my first thought is like, oh, this is going to be wonderful. All that language. Me in just rare form at lunchtime at work. And here's going to be little Susie going home. And mom's going to go, did you have a great time at the park, little Susie? And little Susie's going to go, you had a fucking wonderful time, mom, except for this dumbass across the way. Where did you learn that language from? Yeah, exactly. Somebody that works for the city. Somebody that works for the they were driving this big truck and <laughs> See that would that's my kind of luck in a situation like that is you know the the, the nine year old picks up anyway. So that's why sometimes I watch my language on here. Sometimes I don't watch my language on here. I mean But that that would be my kind of luck. You know, a group of nine year olds would would just out of the blue just think, hey, what the fuck are we doing next? <laughs> right. So, I mean, we have, for what it's worth, we have the explicit content filter on here, but or not filter, but like notification so folks know ahead of time. Yeah, but because I also it's, try it's not, to, a, it's not 100% all the time. Right. And But in this moment, you know, so it added context to a story. Well, if see, I get I was into pretty a certain. rant mode, I, was, I can probably let more of them yeah. fly than, than normally should. I was, but I, it doesn't. While profanity adds a wonderful adjective to a conversation, anybody that wants to argue with me that it doesn't, guess what? Suck it. <laughs> you are wrong. My you favorite, are one hundred percent wrong. My favorite TV show, the most logical character on the planet, called the more colorful metaphors. Thank you. <laughs> 
they do add to conversation. I, I, they, Those they, they are believe. sentence enhancers. Well, and you and I've also both talked about that. I saw that uh, in my um, the daily info rundown that I get. It actually helps with pain. Yeah. So not oh, only mom. is it helpful, it is it adds to conversation. But there is a moment where it could be odd or uncomfortable for some. So while we let it go here or there, going with every other word, it doesn't really... I, I look at it as a poignant adjective as opposed to just shit, 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 shit. Because it doesn't... That's what I did right before my wreck. Not in real life. I said it. Oh. I said it like, fast. See? I didn't actually... I know, I know, at no point in time during, before, or after my wreck did I soil myself. Okay. Unlike that, your dog that peed on me. Before you get to that, because that's going to be something completely different. Um, talking about Rex, and I don't want to bring back like you know PTSD or anything, but have you? And I don't know if we've talked about it or not. But do you remember or have seen a TikTok of? I wonder what happens. Like it, it, it posed the question. What does it do? Do first responders judge you when they roll up on an accident? Does the music keep playing even though your car has been in a wreck? Like, does your stereo keep blasting what you're playing all the way through? Mine did not. Okay, <laughs> and I would assume, depending on the the violence of right, the crash I've or done incident, this, I've done this. I, I can tell you this from the first responder well, but, side of it because I, I've I've done that. Okay. God, I've done everything. Let me let me let me finish how that plays out, and okay. then I'll see if you have any stories that correlate. Now, the video cuts to a guy. He's just he has made this situation up. He's hanging outside the door of his vehicle, like neck turned sideways on the ground. He's playing dead, but the music pumping in the background is Barbie Girl, and so, like, is that the moment first responders roll up and judge? Because it's cranked. Now, that may not have been what he was listening to at the moment of the crash. That's just what came up next <laughs> in his Pandora or whatever. So, <laughs> but it added context. And I just, ever since I saw that for the first time, I have thought, all right, I cannot crash with anything terrible. I have edited my playlist a bit because I'm like, I'm not getting caught with that if I get killed. <laughs> I don't want that to be the last thing they're here. And I realize I worry about stuff like that way too much from time to time, but it got me thinking. Okay, you, you can put the Venga Boys back on your playlist. Um, <laughs> it was more of Millie because, Millie, but that's fine. <laughs> because if it's that violent of a crash... It's probably going to cut the car It's going to cut it off. Uh, I was in a head-on. Correct. And uh, the side that was hit... No, I was not hit dead center. The side that was hit... Somebody crossed the lane on me. So the side that was hit was where my battery was. So not only did my radiator explode, but my battery exploded, and uh, all uh, every fluid in the car was it's running destroyed. out. But yeah. everything was shut down immediately because the battery was destroyed. Correct. Uh, a, a wreck, and it's possible it doesn't have to be that violent of a wreck to kill you, but of a course. wreck that is violent, especially when there's any kind of front-end collision or a collision wherever your battery is sitting. I'm, I'm learning that there's now smaller alternate batteries in the trunk of some cars. Uh, but typically, the battery's going to, everything's just going to stop. 
Um, because your engine's going to stop, especially if there's damage to the engine. So your engine's going to stop. Now, and I realize that doesn't mean the radio will quit playing, but in my instance anyway, the battery was destroyed. There was no power. I just feel like it would be very counterproductive to my first responder's concentration if Gangnam Style is just pumping through yeah, the speakers. Right. Um, Granted, there's a good chance I'll maintain a good rhythm in CPR. I, the, yeah, <laughs> True. Very true. Except for the pauses. I don't know. Is Except it for possible to do CPR <laughs> and have somebody in AFib? I don't know. Listen, um, it just depends on what you're listening to at the time. Uh, but anyway, as far as the accidents that I worked when I was an EMT and I was on a volunteer squad, um, I don't recall the radio being on. But, okay. But when you roll up, and it's possible that the radio was on. You're just in but that when you moment, roll you're up, you're you're already starting to examine things. You're, you know, you're starting to assess the situation. If you're smelling gas, if you're seeing smoke, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole list of things to do. There's extraction versus right. you know, fire. Um, and when you're walking up and someone is 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 unconscious, you're now really looking at that person because right. you're trying to assess their situation, and it's kind of it's kind of it's hard to determine exactly what's wrong with someone if they cannot tell you what hurts. Right. So if they're out and their head is slumped, you're looking for any deformity whatsoever. Right. Um, and this is going to sound crude, but, you know, the way I, it was taught to me, you need to look to see if their clothes are wet because that could indicate not that they peed themselves. You're not looking for that type of embarrassment. But if there's a wet spot down around the knee, there could be a laceration. They could be bleeding. Um, so there's all sorts of different things that you're doing. Now, if you have this little fender bender or a major fender bender and you're awake, chances are you're going to reach over and cut that radio off anyway. Fair enough. Um, my accident was pretty, I was pretty stunned after my accident. I had my seatbelt on, my airbags deployed. I, I was a little Mr. Safe, but I hit, I was doing right around 40. I have no clue how fast the other car was going. He was coming up a hill, crossed over and just slammed. Right. It was like a two-second thing, and that's why I say I went chit, 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 because I actually remember saying, fuck. Right. And and then it was over, and I was kind of stunned for a minute. It, it took me a second to process. It took me more than a second, but it, it took right took a little while to process everything that just happened. And I was actually still holding the steering wheel and kind of looking around the cab of my truck, which was a stick shift, you know, and it's like at, at, at the moment it was like, oh, I'm stopped. Let me make sure that. My, my my truck's in neutral. You know, I still have my foot on the clutch and the brake. I mean, I had hit both those pedals at the same time. So I had all that going on. And in the, in the moments, as my senses were coming back to me, because right. my eggs got a little scrambled right at that time, uh, at, yeah. at the moment that my senses were coming back to me, I was actually like, okay, I'll part. Oh, crap. I'm looking at the hood of my truck. Right. You know, and then, then, then you realize... Oh, the emergency brake is almost embedded in my leg. Then, then you start. Situational uh, awareness kicks in. Both fortunately and unfortunately, I had a friend from work behind me, and he come up to make sure I was okay. And I can I can remember him just slowly kind of walking, looking around. He didn't uh, because he 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 wanted to check on me, but he really didn't want to see what he thought he what was going to see. see. Yeah. And, you know, when he realized that I was still in my seat belt and my airbag was hanging off the steering wheel and I kind of turned over and I called him by name, then everything started to click. Uh, so I was actually kind of glad that it was somebody I knew that came right. around the corner first. He was inching 
because he he really didn't want to see the the possibility of what it could have been. I'm sure, but so, but yeah, in in the times that I have I have worked accidents, one no, we did not pay attention to whether or not your underwear was clean. Most of the time, we're not going to see your underwear. The first responders are not going to see your underwear. We're not going to cut your clothing off of you just because. We're only going to cut that open if we see blood. And right. and then we're going if Determine we see blood if we see blood below the knee we're only going to cut up to the knee so we can see what's going on we're not the ER is going to strip you <laughs> we're right. not, we're not going to deal with all that uh, we're just going to get to what because that's the name says it all we're there first I shouldn't say we I don't do it anymore but they are there first uh, and they've got a specific job to do. But, uh, and a big thank you to those folks, by the way. I I, I make yeah, sure I, I put it a point anytime. I can't say it enough. I mean, I had firemen around me. I had EMTs right. from our local rescue squad around me. I had police around me. At no point in time did I feel like I was on my own. Right. Well, I don't. I don't mean it just from that perspective. I mean doing what they do on a regular basis. Anytime I get any sort of story or anything. Even if it's not happening local, it's an example of somebody that's in that kind of capacity that's stepping up. I always, always, always make it a point to not only celebrate those individuals, but also to show my appreciation for our folks. Because while we may not have ever dealt with a situation like that locally, again, when I say we, I'm talking about those folks. I do not, nor do I ever claim to. But I just want those folks to know that they're appreciative. And that may just be all they need to hear in the morning to help them get through the day or whatever. And I just, around those here, those jobs are, yeah, I don't around, say thankless. Around but, here, it's, it's sometimes it's a hobby. Yeah. Because around here, we still have a lot of volunteer. We have a ton of volunteers uh, in our area. We do have some paid, but not, we, we have very small crews. We don't have enough that's paid. Our firemen are trained, but our firemen are firemen first. So, you know, if, if they're there at that accident and there's a fire, guess who's leaving first? Uh, but our actual life-saving crew, as they are called around here, or commonly referred to as the crew around here, they're mostly volunteer. Yes. And you get in the rural areas, uh, they're 100% volunteer fire side and rescue side. So yes. some of this is a hobby. Some of the, I mean, this is like, this is somebody that goes to work as a welder or a plumber or whatever, and then in, in their spare time. Right, wants to do this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's it it's it's a it's a big huge thank you. But yeah, I, I want to make sure everybody knows that I I I was surrounded by people. Yeah, uh, which you know my accident was pretty major for the road it was on the area it was at. You know there there was a lot of people needed, but people weren't just buzzing around me taking care of stuff. They they actually got someone in the truck to talk to me. And to make sure that I stayed calm, make sure I knew what was happening next and, and everything like that. So it's, and there's a lot of training involved in that. Right. Because, you know, you've got somebody, I mean, they rolled up to the potential of the same thing my buddy was 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 wondering about. I mean, for all they know, I could have been truly knocked senseless, not known who I was, where I was, why I was, you know, right. it's that all of that. Um, so, I, and I will... I will say that and give as many kudos as I as I possibly can. Um, there are some though that are your glory chasers. Um, oh, we dealt mix. with people. The, the well, squad that I was on, we dealt with people that if it wasn't a heart attack or a live birth or something horrible, they didn't want to be involved. Right. Um. They. You know. I. I I've actually had people meet me at the station. And go. Well, this sounds like flu symptoms, so I'll let you take it. 
well, you know what? They're still sick and needing us. Right. Well, uh, and that was... So you've got the ones that they want to be the, yeah, I did CPR for 30 minutes on that guy. Okay, that's wonderful, but I start to question if that's all you want to do it for, why you're doing it. Sure. I mean, because you if you're not willing to, if you're not willing you? to take care of the little old lady with flu symptoms, right? Well, and that was the thing. I I had one of I I've been in two accidents in my life, both of which were my fault. Um, well, I've been in multiple. The two that garnered an officer's involvement at the scene, uh, both were my fault. Um, and the one that was the lesser of the two, um, I call nine one one because that's the only way you're going to get a deputy. Don't don't call their office. Call the main number. Get them dispatched. Um, well, deputies here don't necessarily handle that. They call in our state police to handle those sorts of things. Yeah, but the closest officer is going to come either way. Deputy, really? Nope. <laughs> wow. I had, I had a I had a deputy drive by the scene. See that we were all standing there and bebopped on, like ne- nice. never even that's waved. Wonderful. Um, yeah, but that's a story for a different day. Um, so it's a shame we don't keep a list of those stories. Yeah, really. Uh, well, I'll tell you right now, without giving any names, that's going to be a rant. The sh- no, no, the sheriff in the county that we live in is trash, trash. Oh, okay. Our chief of police is fantastic in the city. I live in the county. Our county sheriff's trash. Um. Now, I, I could give you a litany of reasons. It's not worth it in this moment. He doesn't listen. Pretty sure that Grandpa doesn't know how. Um, but that's neither here nor there. The um, I call into 911. I, I fender bender a guy. I, I hit a gentleman in the passenger rear wheel well with my truck, which was well above the tire, so it would have never thrown him off. I was pulling out. Very low speed from my end in terms of the impact. I hit him with my passenger side. So we are as far from each other as possible in the moment. No passengers, so on and so forth. So we stop. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, let's either spread out or bring them together and get out of the intersection. Even if we sit in a turn lane to acknowledge that there's been an issue, let's get away from the turn lane so folks can still continue to move out. Okay. I knew the guy's dad that I hit. Call 911, request an officer to deal with it. You know, there's been an accident. There are no injuries. I made that clear. We've both checked. Neither of us are hurt. Low impact collision. No need for EMS. I clarify that to the dispatcher. And she goes, okay, not a problem. So, she puts the call out. And not... Four minutes later, now I am less than two football fields away from the the volunteer department that I am nearest to, that I've grown up near forever. Four minutes later, I see three guys go squealing in there. Volunteers are not exposed to exceed the speed limit in their personal vehicles. I know that Period. for a fact. No, no questions asked. These three Period. vehicles go flying in there. And I said... And at this point, bef- just because I'm a giant nerd, I pulled up the a digital scanner, the app that I have for my cell phone that tracks live feeds. This county does live feed. So I pulled it up and I was listening just to kind of see how the call went out. She clarified on the call. 
there was no issue. No injury, no issue, no no medical needed at all. Yet still, I see three vehicles go wheeling into that department because they had just bought a new fire truck two weeks ago. That thing, that thing had not been in that property two weeks ago because I helped with the article that talked about them getting it. And I, and I looked at him, and he looked, and the, the guy hit looks at me, and he goes, I think we're about to have a company while we wait on this trooper. And I said, they got a brand new truck. And he goes, I think you wrote that article. <laughs> I, mean, I just knew the guy. We knew each other. And he said, oh, yeah. So, and their, their uh, station sits off the road a bit. So as they're making their way up, you hear that thing fire up. You hear the light. You you hear the sirens before you hear the lights. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And he goes, man, we're getting the full show. My tax dollars help pay for this. I think I'm going to get a tour of the vehicle while they're out here. I mean, we're we're mocking at this point. Because we know what they're doing. Because they can see us. Like, we're both waving. Just, hey. We're literally both smiling and waving as they pull out. And I, I've i never seen a fire truck go that hard off of a turn. <laughs> to go 200 yards and stop. And they get out of the truck and they're like, looks like y'all had an accident. I said, call said we didn't need medical. You guys bored? <laughs> One guy was like, we're here for your safety. And I'm like, Yes. Yes, thank goodness you're here. I would not be safe without you being here. I'm just like, come on, man. Come on. And I said, I looked at the guy who was obviously going to be the, the the lead guy on scene. The guy they're all going to look to in this moment. And I go, I like the new truck. He goes, first chance I had to drive it. Done. I'm in. You're good. And I, you know. You thankfully you didn't burn a whole lot of gas that the county's gonna pay for for you to get to me to show off this new truck, and we did. We crawled around in it, climbed in, checked all the stuff out. I mean, it was cool to see that truck. But I, for every two hundred good people, there's that one guy, and that guy is always the it always goes glory hogging. I'm like, there is no need for you to be you're, there. You're gonna hate me. No, it's fine. I I don't I don't hate um, and that I'm on guy. Board, and I'm on board. I'm with hoping he got scolded because I, he said it in front of the supervisor. I'm I'm on board with what you're saying. Let's let's start there. Yeah. Um. I'm on board with what you're saying. We'll start there. Having done this at a squad that was both EMS and fire. Yeah. And this one was. Uh, this one was EMS and fire. They didn't any, roll an ambulance. They brought the truck. At any given point in time. Well, that's because you said there was no need for medical. There's a division. There, there's a line straight down the middle of that place. Oh, if you say okay. there's no need for medical, they'll leave the ambulance in, 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 the, in the bay and grab a fire truck. The reason they grab a fire truck is there's no one on the scene to tell them whether or not the cars are leaking any kind of fluid. Any fluid coming out of a car is considered hazardous. I did. I did. I told them it was a They're not going to take your word for it. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. They're not, they're not going to do that. Hey, so should you, they have inspected my vehicle? They, when they rolled up and jumped out, they should have actually, somebody should have been getting the truck ready for possible use. Somebody else should have been checking to see if there was anything on the ground. Never. Now, at the point in time, if you told your 911 dispatcher that we've moved the cars, at that point in time, that person could have considered the fact that the cars are running. We're still mobile. Right. Which means, but at any rate, 
we had a rule at the one I was in, which we were pretty far out. So waiting on a trooper could have been a 30 to 45 minute thing. We waited with, nearly an hour. Yeah, with him rolling full speed. So we always rolled. Wasn't. We always rolled a fire truck. Uh, one traffic control if necessary. Uh, two anything spewing out of a car is a potential hazard uh, because the cars are hot. You've got gas yes. rolling. You've got gas. If you gas will roll out of the tank, which is typically to or the rear of the car, intake. or it will roll out of the intake. Yes. No, I, I'm with you 100. Uh, percent I get all of that. So yeah, and then like in my situation, the battery exploded. I mean, the the battery was shot. It it crumbled Acid. because it was hit. So now you have a corrosive on. They were the fire department was working their butts off, putting some type of suppressing foam down all over that road. And then throwing the stay dry and getting busy. Now, in your situation, with that volunteer organization and being so close to it, someone could have rode that personal car the extra 200 feet. Deemed it okay. They're out of the road. They're out of the way. We don't need any type of standby going on. And that person, if he thought traffic might be an issue, could have asked, hey, you need somebody to stay here with you. Um, it Sometimes it's... Let's work with logic. And in that moment, your glory hunter is not going to have any logic. His adrenaline's pumping. He gets to right. finally drive that truck, take it out, throw his lights and sirens on. And it's fun to drive those well, things with those lights and sirens on. The glory hog is not the same as the on-site guy who was excited to drive the truck. Oh, really? <laughs> Two different, different people. people. Exciting to drive the truck was one thing. He also saw us when we pulled in, so he knew now, he wouldn't have to expend a ton right. of resources, and if another call came, they'd have bounced. Now, downside, uh, this is the part that's going to be horrible. They went back and filled out paperwork oh, I'm because sure. they rolled out. I'm sure. And that is one of the ways that they get state and federal funding. Nope, you're good. Uh, because a lot of these places, they, they get checks from the state and federal level, they get checks from the local level, and then they get checks from the residents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, on the EMS side in this state, this area anyway, they're only just now being able to bill for that to your insurance. But uh, and, and I don't mean to explain away everything because I'm, I'm with no. you with the glory no, no, no. there. Uh, I watched a wreck across the road from my house. Uh, somebody went off the road, and it pretty it, it's almost a ravine across from my house. Hit a tree, ended up upside down. I never saw the accident. I heard squalling tires, and then you hear the bending metal. Right. Uh, rolled over there, saw the car upside down, called. But I'm on the phone with them, and I go down and I look, and I'm like, okay, there's one occupant in the car. They are seat belted in. They're hanging from their seat belt. And what was repeated back to me was, so there's a possible entrapment. Yes. Because I understand what they're trying to feed and filter They're through. trying to make sure the proper equipment what, is loaded to roll out. What freaked out with me is, and I told the girl, because I've done this before, you know, I got down there and I mean, I'm on the phone with them, like she's talking to me, she's responsive, she wants cut down. And they heard me when I hollered through the window and told her, I'm not cutting you out of there. You need to stay still, you need to stay calm, you need to stay where you are until we get professionals here. One, there was only one of me. Right. Two, if I'd cut that seat belt, she could have broke her neck when she hit the ground. Especially if she was already so traumatized. You, you need three or four people to help you out of that particular situation. Put you in a collar before they so move you at all. Let, let's me and you talk about pain. Let's me and you talk about possible bleeding. And then I saw a car seat. And I freaked out. 
I asked her, I mean, she's freaking, she's crying, she's trying to find her phone to call somebody for help because she's not thinking I'm helping her, and I'm on the phone, and they, dispatch could hear me. <laughs> Where's the kid? Where's the kid? I see a car seat. Where's the kid? And I mean, I'm freaking. Yeah. And, and dispatch is like, is there a child? Has there been a child ejected from the car? And I just screamed, I don't know yet. <laughs> you know. And finally, the girl told me, she says, I just dropped my child off. Okay, okay. But that... That reined me in, reined her in, got the dispatcher back on board. But when I come up the hill, it was because I had five people all of a sudden around me. Right. They come running. And, you know, and they, the, the first couple that come up on my side, it was like two or three guys that were on my side. They're talking to me. They realize I'm talking to her. The, the other two guys are already barking out orders. So, you know, I'm like, all right, you guys have this. Clearing the scene. And one of them looked at me and goes, they're going to want to talk to you. About what? Well, you saw this. No. No, I heard it. And you can't give testimony on that. Right. Uh, all I did was was hear a mistake. He goes, okay. So I started up the hill. And this guy just screams at me. You can't effing leave a crime scene. I'm like, it's not a crime scene. Well, it's a wreck. You can't freaking leave. What do you mean? Get back down here. You can't just walk away from a car wreck. I looked at him. I said, one, calm down. Quit yelling at me. Two, what are you trying to tell me? And the other guy just looks at me and goes, well, you climbed out of the damn car. No. No, I did not. I was never in the car. And he's coming. Let me check you. Don't touch me. I was across the road in my driveway. Well, how'd you get here so quick? I was across the road in my driveway. <laughs> I love heroes. And I, well, that's what I finally told heroes. him. I was like, look, I, and this is the way it came out of my mouth. I was like, look, hero, you take care of her. I was never in this accident. My car is securely parked about 80 feet off the road. It was never in this accident. This is a single car situation. I could not see her. Just happened to hear the squalling tires and the bending metal. I'm not involved, other than the fact that I was a nice enough neighbor to come over here and see what the problem is. Now, I don't need to be checked out. I don't need to be yelled at. And I can walk away from this accident all I want to. Right. I think you need to stay. You going to restrain me? You need to worry about traffic. What do you mean? Next thing you know, you hear horns blowing and tires squalling. I'm like, it's a two-lane road, buddy. And you're in a curve. Have a great day. I walked off. And I heard one of my other neighbors go, he lives right there. State trooper needs him. All he's got to do is knock on the door. Right. Not like you wouldn't stand there and watch anyway. So, yeah. So I, I get what you're talking about. And I, state trooper did. When the scene was cleared, the state trooper walked over and knocked on my door. You the guy that called in? Yes, sir. You weren't involved at all. Really? Did you talk to the blonde-headed guy? And he started laughing. He goes, yeah, pretty much. I said, well, they all seem to think that I was in the Jeep with her, but I was not. What do you need from me? The state trooper goes, I need to know what you saw. Didn't see a thing. So I walked him over to my truck. This is where I was standing. And he turned around and looked. He goes, nope, you didn't see a thing. No, no, I did not. I said, I, I heard it. I said, that's all I heard. I said, and, and, right. and he, so he told me what what she said had happened. I told him, I said, I can't verify that. I can verify that I heard tires squealing on the asphalt and that I heard bending metal. That That's all I can tell you. 
Right. No. But I, yeah, I, I I get it, and I'm on board with you, and I I get it with them. You know, we got this new piece of equipment. Let's go show it off a little bit. But from someone that's had to to do that and had to fill out all that paperwork, right? What I don't get is why didn't you say, hey, you three. Stay here with the truck, get the door open, get the thing running. Let me go up here and see what we need. They're, they're right there. Right. Because it, it, logic kicks in with me. <laughs> it's no, like they're I, right there. But now the accident across from my house, they had me on the phone and that was it. And they, Roll everything out, please. Right. Because well, I, wanted to see, don't I wanted to see fire trucks. I wanted to see ambulances. I wanted to see cops. Because, you know, and, and this chick's freaking. And, of course, I was freaking because there was an empty car seat laying in the woods. Glad there wasn't a kid in it. Holy crap. Because, yeah. uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that she just had that seat. Maybe it wasn't one that was being used. Well, if, <laughs> Because if, it, if, if she had going, not had it tied in right, <laughs> that could have been horrible. Well, if she, was, if she just dropped the kid at daycare, they don't need the car seat. Right. So, I mean, I, I could I could understand that. But if I she dropped leave, the kid at daycare and then maybe went and picked up a couple of friends or something and had to move the car seat, but I'm telling you, that right. that caused my heart to quit beating. Well, sure. Because now you're like, is there an infant in the trees? And no, I realize that's not funny, people, because that, that's exactly where my mind went, though, is there I'm looking story- up going, what happened? I'm not. I would not be surprised if that were a thing at all. Um, I had, and again... I've never done volunteer work. I just happened to be a passerby. Worst possible moment. I was. I used to commute to work. I used to commute an hour north, and on the way, um, there are two paper mills. One halfway between here and my work. My used to be workplace, and then there was another one thirty minutes beyond my workplace. Log trucks constantly moving through. We live in a rural area, a lot of logging. Oh, that final destination situation. So did not, again, I happened upon this. For what it's worth, I left late that morning. Take into account whatever you like from that. Everybody has different takes on that. So I'm driving. I spot an accident. It's a scene. It's already being processed. I'm not first on hand. I, I moved over, out of the way, and just passing through, I just see a white sedan. I'm coming up to it from the rear. Don't even... I'm like, oh, shit. I must hit a deer. Something severe enough that it was a thing. And then you... Because nobody's in a hurry. You can usually tell the severity of an accident by how big a hurry they're in. In certain instances... This wound up being the other side of that coin. I drive by the vehicle. We're slowing down. One, there's looky-loos. And two, you're safe for your first responders to just slowly pass the scene. Sticking out of the windshield. Rubberneckers do two things. They cause problems, but they move slow enough that the people working the scene Aren't aren't in danger. Correct. So as I drive by the vehicle... Sticking out of the windshield of the vehicle is a tree. A cut tree. Not not like the department had to cut it. It came off of a truck. I only saw what made it to the windshield. There's a white sheet over the windshield. 
Yeah. You and I both know what that means. Yeah. But anybody listening knows what that means. So, again, saw nothing. Put two and two together. Realized what happened. Pretty well shook up by it. Because you can't unsee that shit. No, you can't unsee that. Uh, and you can't not think about it. And I'm pretty certain right now, anytime you see a log truck, you start trying to figure out exactly how to put distance between you and it. So, this was not just... Now, as as most folks that live in any sort of rural area know, you've got the log trucks that are carrying the full debranched animal, and then the ones where the trunks are large enough that you cut them in sections and you load them in two separate carriers. Yes. This was the former. This was the whole kit and caboodle. That's the one from the movie. And you see just the pile of bouncy pointy ends coming at you. So, news comes out later in the day. I know exactly what I'm listening for. I know exactly what I'm looking for. And I find the story on the car. And the news crew was not on scene by the time I passed it. It was fresh enough that they were still processing, but not so much. (sighs) Three-month-old, other side of the car in the back. Completely unharmed. And and again, I, I don't I don't say that to bring the mood down. I don't say that to no, drag it it's, down. It's just those are moments where I'm appreciative of first responders because they see this stuff every yes. day and keep you, coming back. You you probably would not be surprised at the number of those people that are actually in counseling. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Uh, because they do see some of the most horrible things on the planet. They actually get you at, in any and every moment. Um, that, One call I went on, elderly person, flu symptoms. No other way to even get to the hospital at that point in time than one of those trucks. Did we run it in full lights and siren? No. Did we still take her to the hospital? Yes. And she was worried to death. Worried to death she was keeping us from something else. Right. Uh, but she needed to go. She was well into her 80s. She was having flu symptoms, and her pulse was barely noticeable. She needed to go. Right. Um. Then then you get the side of it where you, you've got this kid that's been running and playing. Now there's an impaled object. He's freaked. Mom's freaked. Dad's freaked. Of course, they need to go, and we're going to throw lights and sirens and have, a, and, and have a good time. And then you get the whole, you run up on it, and all you see is mangled metal, and it's like, Am I prepared for this? I have passed two I have passed two accidents where I have seen the white sheet in my lifetime. Both of which I followed the news articles after to confirm what I already knew. Um completely beyond Had you driven by mine at the right moment? I would you, have assumed. You you would have assumed because they, they actually put that sheet over me to protect me from what was going to be the equipment pulling my truck pulling my truck door off. Uh, the way I got hit, both of my doors jammed. They right. took they took a crowbar to one side so that somebody could get in with me. Yeah. And, and then, then they of had course, jaws, jaws of life for the other side and they they actually threw the sheet over me and I made the joke to the young lady holding that sheet. She told me she says this is going to protect you. We got to bust that glass so that we can get our equipment in here and I looked at her and I said, "All right, I'm I'm aware of the equipment. You know, I used to do this. I, I know what's happening, and I kind of laughed. And she goes, what's so funny? I said, everybody driving by right now thinks I'm dead. 
And she she giggled with me. And I told her, I said, I realize it's a dark joke. She goes, yeah, but you've got a sense of humor right now. She goes, I'm going to take that as a positive sign. Right. Next thing you know, there's glass flying against that thing. And I and it was kind of neat because she and I had that conversation going on. And when all that happened, what what could have been a startling moment. Wasn't. Wasn't. <laughs> and, and this was a pickup that I'd had for 23 years. And she could see the tears welling up when I heard the metal. And it's like, I knew I lost the truck from the moment I right. regained my senses. But... You know, that was like a member of the family at that point in time. Right. But yeah, I and I have I've not worked a traffic fatality, uh, thankfully. And no, I didn't pick and choose. Uh, I worked the calls that I was available to work. I just got lucky and didn't work a fatality. I've seen plenty of blood. Oh God, have I been cussed out? <laughs> it's like um I could tell stories but and won't, but I can also tell you uh, to to get this back into a lighter mood. When I watched that movie, I cut it off after that scene was completely done and over with. Looked at my wife and went, "Well, I'm never driving anywhere again." Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because well, where we live, that's a staple. You see that a lot around here. It turns out, though, just to add more context to that story, driver never knew it happened. They don't yeah, know who they, did it, and because of where it happened and I'll tell you off the air cuz you will understand where it is and so on and so forth um the driver lost it off the top but at the angle he was going he would have never seen right. her there were no headlights he was already most of the way through the turn as she rounded the corner he dumped it off not his, well his fault because he should have checked the load but you and I both know they don't always load them. They don't always secure the load. But he had one slip, and it yeah. Not, there's it didn't fall straight in. They checked. They checked what the way everything the the accident folks who recreated it because it was still a very much a live tree when they took it down. It hit and bounced. Bounced. It bounced. Now that which means timing is everything. And that's that is the yeah, scariest of all things. But and again, I'm not trying to rent on the mood. I just added more for context. We've got, but. we've got yet. Let's see. We are at new to the tenth power guy, <laughs> uh, and we're uh, we're training, sure, because it's a new guy, and you know part of what I do is cut trees. Uh, we've been through that before, so we're over taking care of what could be a potentially dangerous situation over a roadway, and you know. We had to do traffic control because we had to be in the way. And so, new guy, all right, let's put him stopping and, and moving traffic. Um, it, it's easy enough to explain that situation. That situation's been seen by anybody with a driver's license. So, you know, l let me keep the experienced right. people with the tree parts because, you know, we've got a guy in the air and he's going to drop what he feels safe to drop. So, you know, and we're in a situation where it could be potentially dangerous for all of us. That is that is a situation we're dealing with. The top of a tree had, had, had split and fell over and landed on another tree. And it was still attached to the tree that it split from. So we're we're in this, we've got to get this. Trees. Yeah, we we're in this, we have to get this off the road uh, out from over the road. And we're we're now we've got a guy in the air and this can go in any direction. We've got people on the ground. So now we have to we have to do traffic control. And and the guy, the new guy, of course, was like, "Y'all coned it off." And in an instant, I just turned, looked at him, and went, "Yeah," because that pine tree up there is going to see those cones and go, "All right, when they cut me loose, we got to land right here." 
you know, he's Greg Luganus. We can make this happen. And he just looked at me and goes, well, what are you expecting it to do? I'm like, I'm expecting it to hit on a, on a springboard and bounce over in the middle of the road. And he laughed at me. All right. This is what I need you to do. Yeah. And he's like, so you're, you're joking with me, right? And I'm like, no. Uh, I've been doing this for a few years now. Uh, pine trees are actually pretty pliable. Yep. And just looking at that, still got branches on it. I said, and it's when he pines. decides to cut it, if it hits just right, it will bounce. It will come over. Don't want you to take your eyes off that tree if you hear a saw running. He thought I was crazy till it happened. Yeah. Then you hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> Almost literally. Yeah. He walked up to me. He's like, wow. I'm like, yeah. It, it happens. I mean, dude, a three-foot section of log, hit, if it hits the ground right, it'll bounce and go flying through the air. That's that's why when we have people coming by, if, we, if we're if we cutting it from a pretty high end, we stop traffic. Yeah. Uh, because you don't want similar scenario. You, yeah. You don't want that. And that's why, by the way, for those of you that have seen me stop traffic, that's why I aggressively stop traffic. Do not want you driving past me. Yes, I have had people look up, see me, see me with my hand sticking up in the air and go, Whoops, well, I'm too important for this and try to drive around me. I am the dumbass that will step back in front of your car. Because I, I don't I don't need a, a, a one foot in diameter by a three foot log going through the engine compartment of your car. That that's that's kind of on me, even if you drive around me. Yeah, because you're gonna they're gonna blame you anyway. Yeah, pretty much. You but, were behind them the whole time. Yeah, and the only thing I get to say is my wood busted your in, your engine. Mm. Take that how you want to. No. <laughs> I. Back to the laughing portion of the show. Well, I was just gonna say it, your car literally just got fucked. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much, and we should probably but go there. We should, yeah, leave we're it, gonna and we're there. gonna leave it on this. We yeah, we 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 well, it's bound to happen eventually. Go down a little bit of a dark road, but whatever. Look, y'all gonna be back you next guys, week anyway. You guys are due for that anyway because we did twenty minutes on a fart twenty episodes ago. Um, so this is just bringing balance to the universe, so we don't have to turn that movie off anymore. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> still. All right, see y'all. Don't be a dick.